What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is the one, the only, this is the B Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith. I'm chilling in the Diamond Studio, nice and cool and refreshed with uh, two feet. No, it's not. Well, it's it's hot as hell right now. I, it's not hot as hell. It was hot as hell yesterday. It's, I mean, it's still hot. It's not hell it's, yesterday. It's not Unlike yesterday. Hell. Nope. I don't want to hear that. Okay, we'll wait a week, okay? Okay. I'll save it for another week, but I swear to God, that's coming out next week. That you know that it's impersonation. The third, it's it's the most important wrestling show next week. Exactly. Helen uh, Everybody with the freaking pay per view. We all build to it. Yeah. Doesn't we matter. all do predictions. All the priority. We all say hell in a cell. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm your host Corey Smith in the Diamond Studio with my co-host of the day, the the main co-host here at the B Show. And apparently, apparently, like your only co-host so far this, this week. week apparently. Uh, you're, you're you're making the rounds. Nobody made it to Running SmackDown. Running the gauntlet. I don't even think I made it to SmackDown, even though we record in my house. You were barely there. I don't even think well, I was I, here for it. No, I thought you were barely there during SmackDown, too, live. Oh, I was, I was there 100% yeah. physically. We went both days, live. Sm- yes, at the Chase, Chase Center. Center. Um, we talked about Monday Night Raw the for, on the Raw Review. But, you know, experience-wise, how did you like the Chase Center? I thought the Chase... Deceptively small. Deceptively I'll say that. small, yeah. Um, Jose and I, he was also in attendance of the show. We just like, hey, um, I mean, it's the second day here. I felt like, I felt like we only just got into the arena and just took our seats. I was like, you know, you I'm laps. probably not going to be, I'm not probably not going to be here for a little bit until at least, you know, when, when any other wrestling company comes back around here. So Jose and I just took it to, took it to ourselves to just really just kind of explore the area. But it's really just so far, it's really only just like a bunch of like, Restaurants, food, just food, and so really, far. really, really bland and, food. And like, yes, yeah. The I'm sorry, but, yeah, that... but uh, God rest his soul, Nate Thurman can't. Um, his uh, he cannot make a good pulled pork sandwich to save his life. Um, well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I had I had a, I had a chicken sandwich. I, I, there, there is a, a taqueria that is special to the Diamond Studio named La Cornetta that was in there that I did not try because you know was it is it the same Cornetta yeah, like it's that yeah, it's like hey La we Corn- got. Yeah. Okay, they're trying to do all local businesses, which is neat. It's kind of a uh, kind of weird. Like even at the the bar, I will say this: bartender serving me doubles the entire night for a single price. Yeah, that rum and coke. There was way more rum than there was coke. Ooh, Thank you. Very that girl much. hooked me up. Thank you. Yeah, for your services that yeah. night. Uh, but like out. I said, like we Jose and I were just circling around the building. We only saw like this one gym that was just like a couple of uh, what do you call it? Treadmills. Yeah, there were just like three treadmills in there, and I'm like, "That's a gym." I, okay, that's weird. And then, yeah, just saw a bunch of restaurants, and then saw a couple of merch stands. Really, really disappointed by the merch stands. Like, I thought well, they're like, WWE merch. Stands this is too. a WWE. I well, compare that to like New Japan, where it's just they 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 bring out the war craze. They have they, everything. They have, they have literally everything they have ever sold in their the entire company's lifespan. I just thought, man, you know, WWE. I expect you were number one. And I thought I'd expect more from like a merch, merch stand point of uh, point of view. I, didn't you say like that it was crazy during like when you went to Royal Rumble in uh, Arizona or wherever? Well, it was? yeah, that's also like it's also a different area yeah. of the country. You all, know what I mean, yeah, all they sold was shirts. I was kind of hoping they would sell a little bit of like no some no, of the yeah. action figures, and they're always like the the shirts that are just like the ones they want to push. It's yeah. like Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch, Bray Wyatt. Yeah, you really can't like. I kind of like see and see it with my own eyes. The reason why certain performers complain about, oh, they, why do you only sell these merch merchandise like that? Like Randy Orton would tweet about that on Twitter, and 
Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's it's. I mean, it's the other part places I went to. Like I said, there were long lines. Even San Antonio, even San Jose was had long lines for merch. Yeah, um, where everyone crowded up at the beginning. But that was also at a pay per view. I mean, Those I was are pay per views, and these are WWE Raw. And I said Los Angeles when I went to yeah. Survivor Series. I mean, weekend. I wasn't gonna buy anything anyway. You just wanted to check it out. I just really wanted to see like the machine at work, and uh, it was a pretty. I was expecting like a, I was expecting like a like a Mack truck, but all I got was a was a lawnmower, really. But the Chase Center itself looks really nice. Oh, that it's, is it's uh, gorgeous. It, it it is. It looked like every penny it, it was built out of. It's gorgeous, and uh, kudos to every dollar put into it. That you know, I don't know how taxpayer dollars did we pay for it. Did I pay for it? All those homeless people that uh, uh, Ed Lee and London Breed secretly built killed. on top of. Yeah. Holy. It's a beautiful stadium, though. It's a very beautiful. You get you get every after every event, you get Bart times. Uh, uh, the train times. stops right there. I feel like having been there, having having been I feel there, like we missed out on like doing a like a travel video for us. Like you know, we should have done like a, like an episode of being the elite. Yeah, just like, like hey you know, guys, you play know. the play the themes. We make some sort of city. It's not that it. special though because I feel because it's like only three weeks old. Like, That's officially, the thing. It, it's brand new. That's and I they're gonna they're only gonna add more. And you know, the, again, the food was super bland. It was it was like, it was like a beta test. Yeah, you know they had they have a couple concerts. They have WWE events, um, well ventilated. Definitely, I can't mean, wait till pay per view comes. It will be packed for a pay per view. I can see. Yeah. I don't know if they'll come back because you know I was uh, talking to one of my sources at the Chase Center because I got sources there now. Um, first night six thousand, second night two thousand people. I feel like that's just an, that's how like nat- even how, how nat- natural it is for WWE events, if, especially when you hold consecutive days you're, you're absolutely right out in that respects because i remember survivor series was the weekend was the same way yeah. it's only week but then that's four too. days right it was in a yeah. row for survivor series uh, but this is only two this is only two and people raw was you know there was some of the upper deck open but yeah. um the second night it was all closed off and then the hard cam side was a little bare it was peppered it, yeah it was, not it was, not even pepper it was salt and peppered uh, yeah yeah it's i had a great time and those shows they're way were, more fun to go live you know they, they're way more fun to go live but then even at an objective point of view they kind of did step up their not step up but then in a relative sense these shows were just not bad in mm-hmm. an objective like not even objectively because it's it's an opinion no matter what yeah like by WWE main roster standards it was above average and I'm <clears throat> sort of and I was you know it was I was sort of grateful for that fact cuz like this not to say the raw and smackdown were perfect but I enjoyed my time. Definitely. Like, it was good. Yeah. It was good. Not great. Could have like, been better. Daniel Bryan should have fucking won that match. Um, but That yeah, was a SmackDown TV match. We, we saw Daniel Bryan wrestle, and I think that's, uh, that was, that's the first time I've seen him wrestle since I, then WrestleMania when I went years ago. Didn't Weren't you there for um, him against AJ Styles? Oh, you're right. Sorry. And Take TLC, that back. I think. Oh, and I was also was there. I was match. also there, him versus Brock. Yeah, so I take that back. You get to see, you got to see some of Daniel's high, some of the highlights of his, of his return. Co- of his return, I was just generally just super grateful for Daniel. Just seeing, being in the presence of greatness, the greatest yeah. of all time, yeah. Daniel Bryan. Um, he and the greatest luchador of all time, or the greatest Mysterio of all time, in the night, first night. Yeah, but then like seeing Daniel again, he's my. In case you didn't know, listener, he's my favorite wrestler. Pretty much, Aww. he's my he's my number one. And then seeing him, he's your number one. <laughs> he really is, honestly. Um, and then seeing, even though it was a, it was only like an a, an average television match, everybody was just so behind him. Everybody wanted to chant yes. Every, not, and it was 
It was okay. Look, it's not the same as it was like pre WrestleMania twenty when he like that like that one episode of Raw where he um he uh, gets out of the White family. Remember that oh, one cage yeah, match? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that there. level. Not everybody chanted yes, he, he but the, he but the dude was over. Oh, that's anytime I use a clip for I want need the yes chant clips. That's where I get it. That's from. the one. That's the one, I top five Raw moments for me of all time. Yeah. Um, but I. It really goes a long way, and especially and seeing Shinsuke and Ali, that was a pretty good match. I, miss, I miss that match. That's a bummer. I need to go back and watch. That's. I mean, like you saw Shinsuke anyway, like on Monday Night Raw. It was pretty much the same entrance, yeah. but then I saw it from a different angle because, like Monday, we were Shinsuke on one from side, the other side. He's cuter from the other side, right? You, they got you got his good side. That's why. But just the lighting of like Ali's entrance, like a lot of stuff gets pumped, like a lot of effort gets pumped into these guys' entrances that doesn't really come across on TV that well. Yeah. It's just it's it's a spectacle. It's a machine, and it's and uh, I'm I mean if WWE ever does come back to Chase Center again, like I mean maybe I'll go come back. Ah, they got it's gotcha. really no yeah, but it's also really dicey. Like what if like we're at an all time low? It really is dependent on like what. The Welcome product. to my world, buddy. Yeah, but it's really gonna be like be contingent off like how well the product has been lately. Yeah, I felt like the only reason why I kind of I like Chase Center. Was that Chase Center and the fact that we're at a period where WWE has no choice but to step up, considering the competition at hand that's rise that's going to happen. They need to build. They needed to ramp up certain things, and I felt like okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna attend this. I'm gonna attend these shows while just before the upswing, not during the upswing, just before the upswing, and see how it goes. And I generally had a really great time. Yeah, it's a big time in wrestling. A lot's changing. It's probably the, one of the biggest times to be a wrestling fan. One of the best times to be a wrestling fan. You have yeah. all this wrestling to enjoy. And we went both. You and I went both nights, and it doesn't help. Or it doesn't hurt that uh, the first night was free. Yeah, thank you, Miz. But guys, we so got you lot, are wrestler of the year. We got a lot to talk about today. Let's uh, really let's just waste. mentally preparing ourselves for next week. But exactly. yeah, we got some news. Let's not waste any more time, uh, guys. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR four and five Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's the best way to stay up with city. Re- stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio uh, because we post all a bunch of cool stuff on our social media stuff. Go check it out: Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Also, uh, wherever you're tuning in, whether it's uh, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Castbox, Spotify, or other. Or other, you know, fill in the blank. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Just remember to like, share, and subscribe. And yeah. Okay, Corey, I what? got one question. Knowing the prices for um, what how what AEW uh, puts for their um, for their live shows. Yeah. For like say an episode of Dynamite, I think that was those are the only live shows and the pay per views they'll do. They do Chase Center with those prices. You think they sell out? No. You don't think they sell out? No. Especially with those prices, yeah. Look at the way There's, WWE prices went down towards the last night. But then I, that's be, but then these are like starting. I, here's I, what it like. You think I don't think San Francisco's a good market, but San Francisco's not the best market. You don't think wrestling. they're running Chase, and you don't think they're big enough for Chase. I don't think. I think. I chase. think they. I think not they'll try. Here. I think they'll try. I don't think they're gonna go to Chase. I, you know, and a lot of places have. Ex- they have sold contracts. out 10k arenas, dude. And how? Let's. How many people are in? Can Chase Center hold? You know what I mean? I'm. I have. I actually don't know. Do you want to look that up? Yeah. But then I generally. But <laughs> but I generally feel like. I mean, AEW has surprised like you know various. AEW has always surprised a lot of people all the time before, and even though like the more they announce eighteen thousand. Okay, eighteen thousand. They're not going to sell. Washington, but then the DC. I mean, AEW the the Washington the place they're playing is showing in first Washington. Show. Yeah, first show. The That's first show, saying. but then. 
it's all they but then like what's so like their fifth show that didn't sell out but it did sell pretty good uh with philadelphia yeah yeah i saw tickets on groupon today yeah <laughs> that's it i mean i'll be honest i, I did see I, that and i was like it's at eight bucks and i was like oh damn i'm gonna you can say i think AEW for eight bucks i think aw will i will try for chase um, i'll try for chase i think they won't sell it out i think they're going they're not going to sell out but then I definitely do feel like it's going to do well. They're going. It's going to do better than SmackDown. They're going to Oakland, and this is why um, I think. And then I'm not. I don't have like specific, like, like real hard facts. I just have my guesstimations. Um, I think going to Oakland does provide a little bit more of this. We're f- battling WWE. We're the smaller guy, but we're fighting upwards. Um, San Francisco has kind of stepped up as like this. Uh, richest city in the country, most expensive place to live, yada, yada, yada. Whereas Oakland is a little bit more gritty. It's a little bit more... Man, I don't think I, I don't think Oakland is, has been that way for at least You don't think Oakland's years. gritty? Not anymore. Have you been to Oakland lately? Like, but then, like, but then it's also... But then, you know, it's also being kind of on the up and up Oakland's also. Oakland's still tough, man. Yeah, but then that... They got the I feel like I feel like that, that sort of edge has been kind of waned off for the past three or four years now. I mean, it's not like early 90s, like... It's not the height, beginning. The, it's not the, the beginning of, gangster, of Black Panther. Yeah, it's not the height. Well, I was gonna say not the height of gangster rap. You know what I mean? MC Hammer kind of runs it. He doesn't run it anymore. Oh, but he, he, I, he, st- he still kind of runs Oakland with Libby Schaff. Okay, I believe. Um, but no, he I went legit. By I, the way, you know, too legit. And then the FBI or the IRS got his ass. So and he had to quit. Yeah. Um, so what I think is gonna happen? I think they're gonna go to Oracle just because I think it's it's a it's step a safer down. it's safer. It, they can probably get it for cheaper. They can probably How do many? tickets for cheaper as opposed to or, or uh, Chase Center where it's gonna be a lot of money to like tickets were up um a, like I think you're gonna be they were Corey. at one hundred. I think you're gonna be surprised, Corey. We'll see, but I think. WWE were at 150 percent for ticket. I mean, look at the Cow Palace show. Yeah. I think that's a pretty that's an all right barometer because that was. I mean, Kenny Kenny and Cody were the main event of that, and I think that's actually an all right barometer to see how many people would be willing to go. Yeah, to but doesn't the show. but then Cow we Palace don't, only hold eleven thousand? Or no? Yeah, but they, they didn't sell they didn't sell that place out. But then you you combine that audience, and then you combine the fact that. I mean, I'm you kind you know you combine the fact that AEW might actually gain a little bit of traction from like beyond October second, yeah. like, thirteen thousand by the way, okay. Cow Palace. Like, say this actually like gains a lot more momentum. It becomes a little bit more popular, and say they run Chase Center January of next year. I can see them. I can see them doing Chase and doing doing very well. If they do it on my birthday, it'll be awesome. Yeah, if they actually like, if they actually kind of grow as they as a company, Cody, I'll make you a one dollar bet that you can't book the Chase Center. Do you want to bet? Do you actually want to bet if they can do Chase? If they'll do Chase Center by the end of this year, a one dollar? No, no, no. By the end of um, by the end of next year. Sure, one dollar bet. No, no, I'm not throwing hosting. This is stipulation. uh, This Uh, is stipulation duties. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about this later. Calling me on the spot here. All right, guys. Uh, there's a bunch of news. Let's 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 oh, let's save all our AEW talk. Well, there's going to be a lot next week. Okay. Good lord. And there's still a little bit to talk about this week. Perhaps too much, honestly. <laughs> you think so? Yes. Um. Yeah. No. You're absolutely right. Let's talk a little bit about John Johnny Impact. Johnny uh, Johnny Pro Wrestling. I'm Gorilla. sorry. Was that loud? Johnny All Pro Wrestling. Johnny Johnny Everything. He's John, my, he's everything. Johnny Survivor. Johnny Survivor. And now he's back as John Morrison. Uh, the man. They have to call him that. The man right? of. What, John Morrison? Yeah. Like, just like, hey, we don't have. You know we what? Don't, there's only so many hours in the day to come up with a new name for this fucking dude. 
He, just name him. His Johnny name. Entertainment. You think it's going to be like an art? Okay, yeah, keep going. Uh, the man of oh. many ring names is returning to where he earned his first uh, one as Pro Wrestling Insiders. Uh, Mike Johnson reported Thursday morning that uh, John Morrison is returning to the WWE for the first time in eight years. Uh, there are no contract details or start date given yet, but Dave Meltzer has uh, confirmed this report. Corroborated. Uh, corroborated. Yeah. He uh, corroborated and the 39-year-old uh, third person. John Morrison uh, has reigned really busy since leaving WWE in 2011. Uh, you know, he was in Lucha Underground, AAA, Impact. And also, like you said, he did a little bit on that show, a uh, little show called Survivor. I don't know if you heard of it. And he did a movie um, called, was it Boone the Bounty Hunter? I'm Is staring it? at the DVD copy of it. You right know what? I'm I still not even out of the plastic yet. I've never opened that yet. CWR show and tell. Uh, you know what? I should have I should have brought that one time just to get him to sign it. But he had no more him and... Uh, he would have appreciated like, oh, wow, the other copy of this dude, you movie. you know how many people... <laughs> you know how many people bring him copies of that movie? I've seen it in all pro wrestling. Is this like a rib or something? No. no that's, it's great. I love it. Should be a rib. But, um, you know, John Morrison, he was a guy that I was... A little bit, sort of, sort of into, and then the more, yeah. but then like the more you watch him, the more the he more just kinda, does parkour the, really well. The more, the more he kind of just wanes on you. Like he, he keeps work, like he keeps up, like you know, he finds constant work, like that. That I kind of appreciate, like yeah. the way he's able to just get himself into he's great promotion live. into promotion. I've seen him a bunch of times live. Dude had like a dude has like a million dollar look, but then there's really not much else you can. And you know. Him. It's. I think it's one of those things. I think it's the best choice for his career, and I think it's kind of like Sami yeah. Zayn. He. I don't think he wants to be a. He wants to be a movie star, right? John Morrison. He wants to be a movie star. So being in WWE is the right step to be an official movie star, not kind of like a B list movie star. Like he twelve was. rounds four. Because like you can kind of label him as a B list. I don't movie even think they right? do that anymore. What? WWE. WWE films is like. Didn't they like? No, rest- didn't they kind of just restructure like financially? Like, oh, we're not. We're gonna put less money into the WWE films. They'll still make Marine films, and then they'll put John Morrison as the. Back <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen how Marine Six ended? Uh, um, Becky doesn't everyone die, but then they come back. Dude, Becky Lynch straight up just okay. Spoiler alert for Miz. Oh, spoiler alert for um. Marine Six, you guys, uh, Corey, get the timetable out. Blah 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 blah. Fucking Becky Lynch just straight up just shoots the Miz and kills him. Cool. And then like, oh, she's happens. the Marine now. No, what straight up happens is like Becky Lynch, she's Whoa. about to escape, and then all of a sudden, Shawn Michaels kills her. He kills her by like freaking putting a rope around her neck, and then like in a boat, and then just you know pushes her off the boat, and she gets choked. Oh, she chokes on it, chokes on the noose around her neck. So it's weird. And then they have like a like, he's the Marine. Well, yeah, he, yeah, he was. He's this the like old 20, Marine. This is like the twenty four. So really, title Shawn right Michaels here. is the sole survivor of the, out of this entire okay, ordeal. So Shawn Michaels is going to come back and not remember what happened because he suffered too many concussions back in the day. I can see. I can see. Well, either he too many concussions or he's just a pathological liar and just refuses to remember things. <laughs> really, like Shawn. Not to get too much in a hey. tangent, but then I, you know, Shawn Michaels just chooses to remember certain. You're things. just speculating too. You know, it's, it's all right there, man. It's all speculation. I, I watched that WWE Rivals documentary with him and to the Red best Hart. of our knowledge. Yeah, but uh, what are we talking about again? Uh, John Morrison. Oh yes, John Morrison. Yeah, I don't really have like a Too strong strong opinion about him. But hey, really, he's like he's a he's a quality wrestler. He's a jam up guy. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I don't nice, know how really I, nice guy too. What what brand do you think he'll be in? SmackDown. You think he's gonna be in SmackDown? Yeah. I can see him either in Raw or NXT. You know, battle Ooh, of the Johnnies. NXT, NXT would be cool. Well, it probably end up being Mike um, John Marie uh baby daddy. 
He'll probably continue his. He'll probably like go out, uh, like finish where he started. Well, finish how he left with the with a Miz feud. What about you? Can see him attack the Miz probably. What about him and Drew McIntyre? Why? Why not? You got a point there, Corey. <laughs> Why not? Why is like you were a rock star? I'm oh, still a rock star. Oh, I'm what happened? Fish. I'm gonna eat your lunch. That was his thing. That was seriously John Morrison's thing. Oh, he has like uh, that was actually his catchphrase. Like gonna John Morrison's gonna eat your lunch because like ah, I'm I'm gonna I'm in your yard. I'm gonna eat your lunch. They had a shirt about this, dude. That's how much like that's how much stock they put into John Morrison. And uh, he called know. Dolph Ziggler Ziggles, and he tried to like like create chants oh, over. Is, it. is that where I got Ziggles from? Yeah, most likely. Probably John Johnny Impact Johnny Wrestling Johnny Mundo has again. He's uh, he's he's talented. Yeah, like definitely. he tried to, he tried to uh, give a dog a shooting star press in that one movie, Airbud. Jesus, Airbud's a wrestler. Imagine losing oh. to Airbud in a wrestling match. Imagine losing to a dog in anything. I lose, a, I lose to a dog every time in backgammon, um, poker. All right, and yeah. uh, that with you, game, I'm not surprised. That one game in Nintendo where you shoot the duck hunt. Okay, I always lose to that damn dog. He's always laughing at me. It's probably why you shouldn't be playing Duck Hunt on your HD TV. Yeah, I know. I need to get an adapter, right? Something like no, that. No, you need a CRT. Anyways, uh, let's continue with more uh, WWE talk on the B Show. Uh, they're new because there's a lot of news today coming out too. Their new commentary teams have been revealed uh, for Raw and SmackDown. This is um, ahead of their new television schedule going into effect next week. WWE has revealed the commentary teams for Raw and SmackDown. Are you ready for this, Michael? Are you ready for a good time? Because on SmackDown Live, we're going to have Michael Cole. He's coming. He's going to be our play-by-play. Corey Graves. And Renee Young is going to be also a special a special contributor. What does that mean? Aaron Andrews. Who's Aaron Andrews? She was, she was always the sideline reporter, like somebody who would just interview like players or coaches during or after a game and would just kind of like do hosting duties for like off – like pre-game or post-game or any anything but the game kind of specials this is exact i think this is exactly the spot that renee is getting is is being put in and i feel like is actually more suited for her honestly because like she said it herself hosting is her passion yeah definitely it's and it's her bread and butter and it's her actual and why go against what she's why go against that and just like kind of build to her strengths? Like she always, yeah. she's always self admittedly saying she's not a great commentator, but she tries her best. And the hard work, and you can tell she's like one of the most hardest working people in that company. Yeah, yeah. But she is ostensibly like our generation. Well, yeah, our generation's Mean Gene Okerlund, and I think that's what really they're gonna they're gonna, that's the position they're gonna put her in, and I think that's where she's best at. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are seeing this as like, oh, Renee Young's being pulled away, or you like, know, no, Renee Young is... I don't necessarily think so. If anybody's getting pulled away, it's fucking Tom Phillips. My goddamn well, sweetheart. Well, well, we haven't gotten there yet. Hold okay. on. We haven't revealed the rest of this, so calm I'm, down. No, I'm eager okay, to Okay, now, put... now I have to feed these baby birds, okay? So we get, let's reveal the rest of these uh, commentary teams. Uh, for, um, let's see, Vic Joseph is going to do play-by-play for Raw. He'll be bo- joined by... Jerry the King Lawler and what? Dio Madden. Yeah, Dio Madden, formerly known as uh, Brendan Williams. Brendan Williams. Yes, uh, he does. He's been doing commentary for Two Hundred Five Live for what three weeks now? Yeah, he's very inexperienced. They really, they're really just putting him into the, his putting his feet into the fire with this sort of thing. And I guess they, 
I don't know what the I don't know what that says about Dio Madden. Maybe they're just like, hey, listen, let's just throw him just throw him in there and see if he doesn't drown. Defense, yeah. But then I definitely feel like the Vic Jos the inclusion of Vic Joseph. That's a little weird. No, I feel like it's actually well deserved. I think Vic Joseph is actually a really is actually Friend one of the show. Of the, Vic Joseph. He's actually one of the, like he's one of the he, he's a really good commentator. He's actually one of the best in that company. And I think they really saw something in him when he did that one sub job for Corey Graves that one week. Like he, him commentating that that one particular episode of Raw where he was replacing Corey Graves, he did a really good job, and he's been doing a consistently good job since then. Yeah. Um, Jerry uh, the King Lawler, I mean, fuck him. Uh, I don't. I really. It's like I was listening to another podcast saying <laughs> John Pollock of Post Wrestling where he compared it to <laughs> Jerry Lawler being in the commentary booth for Raw in 2019 is the equivalent of Joe Biden running for president in 2019. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, where it's like he, you know, is representative of a, of a more positive era during a time where there was a little bit more stability. Everybody was kind of just on the up and up, and people just want to be reminded about though. It just seems so tone deaf. It's, it's very everything nostalgic. about it. Is Jerry Lawler is just not something yeah. someone I would just go to. And every time Jerry Lawler's been on TV recently, and I don't think it's gonna last for long because I said it, every time he's been it's on very, TV yeah. recently has been very lackluster, and you know he's kind of seems. You know, sometimes you'll sit there and you'll maybe watch an AEW thing and people rip on JR. Oh, JR, he forgets it. When we did New Japan. JR. He is notorious for not doing any research. Who, JR? Oh, Jerry? Jerry the King Lawler. Yeah, and then that's the thing. It shows on TV now. When he was younger, he was able to rely on, you know, the puppy's gimmick. You know, he was doing... The, really, the, the product in front of him. He was able exactly. to just bounce off what exactly. he's seeing in front of and him. And now he can't really bounce off of it. Maybe he can, maybe he can't. We... I doubt it, but yeah, we could only speculate. I don't think so. No, I think it's I mean, going to last a couple I can weeks. Say this with full confidence, he'll probably um, be bad. NXT. I mean, who knows? Maybe he's actual. Like maybe him, Dio, and um, Vic Joseph. They just they just hit they it have off great instantly. Chemistry. Yeah, just like best buds, and it's like like wow, this is the great best commentary team yeah. in all of wrestling. And also NXT that's remaining exactly the same. Nigel McGuinness, uh, Mauro Ronaldo, and. Bethany Phoenix. Good, good. I like, um, I like that team a lot. Like you said at the beginning of this uh, news story, um, uh, Tom Phillips and Byron Saxton are nowhere to be seen. Oh, except we saw Tom Phillips oh, speeding we de- away okay, from Okay, so Center. we were walking. So we were wa- So me, Gabriel, Cece, the whole crew. Can I call her Cece? I felt like that's you have to earn that. You have to earn calling her that or something. I, I, she put it as her Slack name. So I think okay, it's yeah, Cece, Gabriel's wife, and um, Jose, and Jose. We were walking, and then there were just a bunch of people who were just, who just stopped us because as we were approaching the parking lot, um, the car coming out, it was a very I forget, it looked like a Tesla. Probably it, wasn't. It was a Tesla. A, I don't think it was Tesla. It was a nicer look, nicer than usual looking car. It, yeah, it was like you when see. you go to a rental car, it was like, oh, I'll take the premium. Yeah, yeah and, I, and lo and behold, I just saw Tom Phillips, and he was going faster than usual. He was going pretty he fast. Probably he probably found out about this right after two hundred five live. I mean, we don't know, like, but you would think so because honestly, the second we got home, or the second I got home. I noticed, I went to the website, they changed everything. The fucking logo was changed to the new SmackDown thing. They were done with the old SmackDown. So I can uh, see... With the old and with the new, and apparently the old was Tom Phillips and that's, Byron that's, Saxton. I really love Tom Phillips. I love Tom Phillips, too. I thought, I mean, him, I kind of put him and Vic Joseph of the same level. Like, Byron yeah. Saxton, I kind of thought less of, but then he has he has improved, and he's somebody that would... that. That really needs somebody, but I still felt like he did a pretty good job. Uh, yeah, I wonder what's going to happen. I wonder. You if know, gonna, one day maybe Michael they'll put retire. them somewhere else. Maybe if- they'll be end up in the special contributor role. Maybe they'll con- like. So far, what I've heard of reports is that Tom Phillips is so far is just like a broadcasting producer, which I don't know what that means. I mean that they just throw that throw that term around all the time. Yeah. 
Um, but that's a shame. But then I also think they're not WWE right now is not in the business of letting people go. They'll find something for them. Tom Phillips. But yeah. I just I want they had a good thing going on. But then they just it's interesting to me that SmackDown is only a two man booth. I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'll be honest. But then I'm not looking forward to hearing Corey. You know what? Hey, not you. Not you. Oh, okay. Um, I think it'll be fine. I think Corey Graves and Michael Cole will be able to go back and forth without any kind of awkwardness. They've done it for a while. I think Fox knows just, who they're getting with with Corey Graves. and They want a sports broadcast, and a two-person commentary team is a I don't think broadcast. Corey Graves is a sports broadcasting well, he's type a color of commentator. Yeah, but then also, but then Michael Cole's the sports. If they want sports, but if they want sports, they have to have some air of objectivity too. You know, like yeah, they'll call out something that's that they don't like, but then you don't see them like freaking openly masturbating whenever they you see that person sees Mandy Rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, You know, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah, just like just have that, have that, uh, have that bias towards it, like and like tune that up to a thousand. I don't think. I don't think that's well, what Fox. I don't think that's what Fox inherently wants out of their broadcast. And if that was the case, I feel like it. Would, I feel like they should have just stuck with Tom. The Phillips one and thing, Corey Graves. the one thing I can Tom think Phillips of. and Corey Graves would be the team that I would put on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, it would be. But then yeah. they they want Michael I Cole. Wonder, and I understand that. Too. I wonder. There have been reports for a long time that Michael Cole's been talking about retirement. He he he. If anyone if anyone deserves it, it's him. That dude's been there for like at so, least twenty five years. I wonder if they're setting up Tom Phillips to take over for Michael Cole. And not leaving him on another show, so he's not stuck in that role. Because Michael Cole, like he, he what, like he is actually like, like deep within the trenches of NXT and like actually producing the broadcasting. Like he was, he was a big proponent for um for Maranello. Yeah, he's, he's a big proponent for pretty much everybody in that commentary team. He's, you know, he he's a very powerful person within that within that regard. Uh, not Pat McAfee though. No, even <laughs> no, especially Pat McAfee. Like I'm going back to WrestleMania. No, Pat McAfee, like that whole the thing, thing about the shorts. Michael Cole, like w- the only reason why Michael Cole was mad about, like Pat McAfee said it himself. The only reason why Pat McAfee was actually mad at Michael Cole, like actually blew up on him, was because he was he was actually legitimately concerned for his, you know, for his standing with the company. Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm here. Like, because yeah, he's also he yeah. has to look out for himself as well. Yeah, no, I feel. And like, yeah, he McAfee, Pat McAfee, like he speaks the world of him. I remember yeah. seeing this, like, hearing this from an interview. Yeah, all that stuff. Um, interesting times. Interesting times. Interesting indeed. times. Uh, let's talk a little New Japan, though. A third show added to their uh, Wrestle Kingdom weekend. As much as I think New Japan is like my favorite wrestling promotion, and like all this other stuff produces the best wrestling in the world, like right now, it just seems it it, it seems kind of lost in the shuffle right now. It's like within the headspace of me as like thinking about wrestling. Like there's a new there's there's a King of Pro Wrestling card coming you, up. You know that. Uh, but it's, it's not King fir- of Pro Wrestling. This is not. This is a new date. It's a new year. No, but then dash. it's come. But the King of Pro Wrestling is coming, and I just felt like yeah. this is kind of just you know. It'll, I'll, I'll see it when I see it. But it's not exactly the most hyped up thing out there. No, you're right. But it's, a, but right. it's also a very dormant period, in my opinion, for New Japan post G1. I think they're very. Pre- um, They've not plateaued, but they are. They're just going. It's steady. a seasonal thing. Honestly. They're very steady right now. Yeah, like the shit gets shit hits the fan during G one, and then it goes down, and then as we're ramping up towards, and then we stay up late uh, for Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, 
Um, but no, the Wrestle Kingdom 14 weekend is a two-night event. Uh, New Year's Dash will be taking place also in January, New Japan Pro so Wrestling. Thir- right after the 5th. This will be on, yeah, because it's going to be the 4th and the 5th at Tokyo Dome for the uh, Wrestle Kingdom 14 weekend. And also the Monday following on January 6th at the Ota City Gymnasium in Tokyo on Monday, like I said. Um, the Yeah, that'll be taking place in New Year's Dash. And uh, what, if, what if Liger just wrestles a match there? <laughs> it's like, eh, screw it. I'll just do one more. No, match. no. New Year's Dash is like the beginning of everything. Who knows? What if Keishin Liger is the one he's going to wrestle under? Like, I, I've heard speculation of that, like saying, oh, Jushin Liger is going to retire, but Keishin Liger never said he was going to retire. I remember. Uh, so I wonder if he'll have a run as Keishin Liger. I remember hearing some scuttlebutt, like, like some actual conversation. I don't. I forget where. Where like they're pretty confident that like someday Jushin Thunder Liger will end up in the WWE Hall of Fame. Probably. Like, if Inoki is in, I if feel it, like... If it's up to Triple H, yeah, he definitely will be. Yeah. I like think he wrestled Tri- that one match in NXT. Yeah. So he's got... I mean, there are plenty of Hall of, WWE Hall of Famers who've never wrestled, wrestled a match in their life. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. that's true, too. Well, some might... Um, even, 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 as, even a fucking president. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, I thought about starting a petition to fucking remove him. Don't that's not why because that, why not that, that never works because that never works. Corey. So don't even I'll advise waste your time. Don't waste your time. I mean, oh. there are plenty of people who are actually doing that as we speak. So well, they want to remove from the presidency. I don't, that's different. I just want to remove from the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh, remove him from the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's I what I meant. About. Presidency. I'm sorry. No. Oh yeah, no. You should start that. Yeah, definitely. I want him out of the Hall of Fame. Um, like I said, the New Year's Dash usually has been taking place at Kurikin Hall uh, up until now every year, but now. Like I said, it's taking place at the Ota City Gymnasium. General ticket sales for New Year's Dash will begin on October 26th. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling has noted, uh, we are very excited to announce that our global fan base will be able to witness New Year's Dash up close and in person. With an inbound ticket sales pl- plan, details will be announced at a later date. But it's safe to say that this is the ultimate conclusion of the biggest wrestling weekend ever. I mean, it's pretty big, right? Yeah. Michael, yeah, yeah. I was sorry. Right. Stop. I, had, stop, I had to stop texting your girlfriend. <sighs> yeah. Anyways, <laughs> uh, what else we got in the news today? AEW TV deal, Fight TV. Uh, yeah, it was the tweet was deleted, but they also said like they made it a point. Like people outside of, uh, I'm I don't have the statement, but it's the the short and long of it is that hey, people outside of U.S. and Canada, hint hint Canada, um, because they don't have they haven't reached a TV deal yet Canada. yet. Um, you pay $5 a month for Fight TV and then you can get live episodes of Dynamite and uh, yeah, live Which, episodes of Dynamite on, and on demand as an over the top service and for $5 You a can month. get it in America too, right? Or no? Yeah. It's a motorcycle outside, don't worry. It's a very okay. loud motorcycle. Yeah, I thought someone was like dragging a kitchen table. No, no, no. It's a very loud motorcycle. You think that picked it up? What? You think it picked it up? Well, maybe a little bit, but it's yeah. fine. Um, but yeah, no, what were we talking about? Sorry. A uh, fight. Fight, yes. Um, they haven't read. There's a in America. Uh, we, we don't have it? the exact. I don't have the exact story on us. I mean, we could just mention it fleeting because, like, granted, we're, our audience and ourselves aren't like the most affected by this. But I think it's worth talking about. Well, you know, there like, are a lot no, of people out there that don't have cable. Like, how are they going to watch it? You know, and if they have Fight TV and it's available in America, that's awesome. Because if they don't want to pay, alternative means Corey alternative means if they want to support a wrestling organization well that's not that's on the wrestling organization then honestly no, like I if know. that's on AEW i agree with that but i'm saying it would be awesome for them to have that you know t- like as opposed to be going to websites that yeah. are illegal so so pretty much 
what uh, you so learn a lot. AEW is trying to reach a deep broker deal with ITV, which is one of uh, England, the UK's biggest wrestling, uh, biggest channels that you could possibly get. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the equivalent of it, but it's a pretty big one, like American equivalent of it. But so the deal was that I, I'd, uh, Dynamite would air on ITV on Sunday at around eight twenty a.m. And yeah. then a one-hour highlight show, I think, or is that like, the, or is the highlight show the show? Well, no, no, the and it's oh, be it's a pl- show. it's also it's also that as well. Uh, there also and, there's also other things that are changing because you know no and no one thing one thing to note is that it's going to be airing at eight twenty a.m. Yes, also in sun in the Sunday after the fact too. So that's four days, which you know. I always say, like the the general like long term memory for a wrestling fan, as much as they want long term booking, they don't really remember much. And also, yeah. you know, um, it's one of those things that um, the show in um, in the states are going to have what they said like eighteen minutes for the uh, commercial breaks yeah. or something like that altogether. They specifically spelled that out. Yeah, and uh, in the UK, you can only have twelve. Well, this is what Meltzer said. Yeah, so Meltzer said. So they're going to have to re-edit the show around. You know, maybe add some road too in there, or some you know being the elite in there too. It's too bad for um for UK folks because like not only is every single indie is getting just straight up murdered by one Triple H. Have you heard about those stories where like they had to they had to pull NXT UK talent for on all those indie shows? Well, that was a while ago, right? That was like a couple of year like a year ago. No, like now. Oh, really? Like this week? Oh, I didn't. I hear think this. Southside Wrestling just had to pull. I think Kaylee Ray and Walter. And all this other stuff, and they had to cancel like an actual event that they were kind of a lot. A lot was writing on well, this. Mark I, Andrews, not I don't think it's outside some wrestling event. Again, um, we're not experts here for the UK wrestling scene as much as we speak for yourself. As much as we want, as much as we we have sources. Yeah, we have sources. Yeah, talk to Chris. I kind of want to hear what Chris Cage has to say about all of this. We, we, we'll hit him. We'll hit him up. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask him. Um, so yeah, it's it's interesting to see what's going to happen outside the United States. Uh, a lot of people aren't happy about this. You know, a lot of people are saying, "Why does the United States get this, you know, free TV?" And not, it's not free. Trying to, figure pay- out, trying to figure out ways to watch AEW Dynamite apparently has its fair share of problems. Yeah. Um, so, was that a joke? It's an inside joke. Oh. Buzz. Anyways. Um, I don't even want to. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we'll talk later. I guess. Um, no. Yeah. We'll see what happens. A lot of people are pissed, but. Oh well, I guess. <laughs> Alternative means, Corey. Alternative means. Uh, yeah. I, if they don't make it easy for you to watch, them. <laughs> there was a guy who legit just said, "Guys, I found guys. They've recently announced it. <laughs> AEW has recently announced a deal with this with this channel to watch Dynamite, and it was legit the Watch Wrestling website. Oh, a website to watch wrestling. Yeah, that's neat. Yes. Um, <laughs> don't want a signal boosted. You don't want people not, dude. Anyways, let's move on. That that website has lasted like way longer than they just changed the fucking lat. That it's either like dot com, dot co, dot you know this, dot that. Dot, it's just it's very resilient. <laughs> Rudo reels, it's not. They're just like fuck it. We're we've, we're done trying. Yeah. It's gonna it's, things are gonna get pirated. It's gonna happen. <sighs> Anyways, let's uh let's move on with our last piece of uh, topic I want to talk about. All pro wrestling's happening this weekend. In uh, Daly City, California, at um, in the city I'm going. The community center. At the Bayshore uh, Community Center, yeah. Right next to the old ladies playing ping pong. The ping pong tournament. 
uh, the stunt grannies. Yeah, they're the, that's a stunt granny. They're uh, they're facing the Lucha Bros. No, uh, they're not. No, the stunt grannies are facing the Lucha. Bros. No, actually, the Lucha Bros are facing the Reno Scum for the APW World Heavyweight Tag. What's their thing again? What's their catchphrase? Reno Scum. Oi, oi. Is that it? Oi, oi. Okay. All yeah, right. They're punk rock. Yeah. Um, we also have uh, Levi Shapiro defending his worldwide internet championship against one Joey Ryan. Joey Ryan's going to be in the house. Uh, I'm going to make it a third time. I'm going for that lollipop for a third time. Actually, I don't know. I got sick the last time. I, I think Joey Ryan got me sick last time. He gets. He makes everybody sick. No, I'm the lollipop, like an actual fizz. Like, I love him. Uh-huh. He's awesome. Anyways, and the main event for that night is going to be uh, Sean Spears. Versus Jake Atlas for the APW World Heavyweight Championship. Guys, um, yeah, I, like I said, me, Gabriel, CC, we're all going to the show. You may go to the show. Free stickers for all, just like every wrestling show I go to. Uh, if you see me with a t-shirt, uh, City Wrestling Radio t-shirt. Yeah, he usually doesn't wear a t-shirt. It's kind of a... Yeah, if you see me with a t-shirt to once. talk about this, Corey. You know what? I'm trying to get these tan lines off before the summer ends and winter begins. Um, yeah, no, it's going to be a fun show. I'm looking forward to it. Guys, go to Eventbrite to buy your tickets now. Um, I also wanted to bring up there was something else happening this weekend. I feel like we should do this on B-Show. Like, things are happening this weekend. Um, fuck, there was, like, a meet-and-greet happening this weekend. for a really. It was, like, a big-time meet-and-greet happening in the East Bay. Um, but I guess I can't find it, so I'm not... Yeah, I guess I'll speak to it when I see it. Uh, Jake Atlas versus Jacob Fatu? No. What? That's a Sean Spears. Wait, Sean Spears has a shot at the APW World Heavyweight Title this Friday. So I just yeah, but then isn't Jacob Fatu on that show too? I thought I, mean, I, I, saw I, I he's on the poster. Yeah, he's definitely on the poster. He's not the Carnies. No, no, he's he'll be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll yeah. definitely be there. Yeah, that poster has zero indication of who's facing who, but then that's fine. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and it's fine because you know he's. I think he's. You know he's going to start signing with um, being do more MLW stuff. You know he has had a lot of focus on him from NXT. From WWE, at least. So, uh, where will Jacob Fatu go? Only time will tell. I didn't even sign like an exclusive deal with MLW. That's a great get for MLW. Honestly. It's exclusive, but he can go and do independent dates as well because that's what he likes to do. I think it, eventually Jacob Fatu will eventually get in, get himself into that WWE system sooner rather than later because he's not getting any younger. Uh, well, he's yeah, he's in the family, right? Yeah. So I mean, yeah, he's as good as in, honestly. <laughs> Like he's like one of his. Um, remember when Roman Reigns' his cousin? Remember the little guy. Which one, man? <laughs> the one that wrestled. God, he, who did he wrestle on Raw? He came Sean out. Sean Maluda. No, it was Sean Maluda is part of that family okay, too. It though, wasn't right? Sean Maluda. You know, it was an indie wrestler that it was in the Bay Area. He came out with the Samoan Dynasty gear. It was versus Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre saying, "I'm going to face Roman Reigns' his and then cousin." You talk trash about my family. And he was a smaller, Say it to my a face. lot smaller guy, and he beat him up. And but no, he's all, he's also wrestling in all pro yeah. wrestling too. He's Roman Reigns. Seeing that dude live, that he has a presence to him that I kind of I understand why they're behind and so, him. And so does Jacob Fatu. Yeah, Jacob Fatu's cool too. <laughs> he's cool too. Samoans are cool. Hey, you know what? They definitely are. Yeah. Um, I like, yeah, this is going to be a fun match. I can't wait to see the main event. Like I said, Sean Spears, Jake Atlas. So Jacob Fatu is not, is not announced to facing anybody. He's just there. Oh, like, hey, what's up, guys? I'm Jacob Fatu. He, I think he might have a match. With, didn't he, Will, I think Will Hobbs came out and saved Jake Atlas last time when he, Jacob Fatu really was really showing your ass, Corey. So, yeah, okay. from an indie show. That's <laughs> okay. Like, like, I'm not sitting, like, I'm not sitting there like Meltzer with Marcus my computer. Marcus is listening like, I thought this guy was a faithful. You know what? You better stop. 
Okay. Busting my chops here. <laughs> Let's get into NXT. I'm just ribbing. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, they Eventbrite, guys. Go buy tickets now. Tickets are still on sale. Um, Eventbrite.com. Link down below. It looks like a really good show, you guys. I wish I could come, but... Because you really got to go... Like, I know there was WWE in town this week, but you, you really got to go. There's this a is lot a different, of wrestling. This is a, this is a different feel. Not you, but people have <laughs> yeah, to no, go. The, well, if you haven't been to an independent wrestling show, you should definitely go to one. If, whether oh, it's, it's an experience like no other. Whether honestly. it's an all-pro wrestling show or if you're on the other side of the country, Just go support to support wrestling in general. Yeah. Honestly. Oh. It's never... It's an overwhelming time, but it, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a bad time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think... Are you ready for a good time? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Let's get into NXT, shall we? Uh, NXT Live this week it takes place at Full Sail Arena. Really? Yes. Again. Again. We kicked it off with the Undisputed Era on the NXT Tower, they just, just standing there. It, 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 that that very shot just reminded me of. <laughs> have you ever seen that movie Goodfellas? Uh, no. Robert De Niro, Ray Liotta, Joe Pesci. I know the movie. They all enter. No, but then this particular scene, they all enter. It's just this one giant long shot of them just entering through the back door of a restaurant. They they go all over the kitchen. They meet the owners and the. It, and it's just the camera just doesn't cut, and then it just cuts to them going into the, going straight into the restaurant, and then a, a table is just being set up for them okay. with seats as the show is going on, and then they all just laugh. And, ah, ha, 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 ha. I just thought that that's that's exactly what I got out of Undisputed Air. Uh, and then we got to finally reveal of like where these these are the guys. These are the guys to be. These are the Mount Rushmore of NXT of like. Ugh. And no, it's <laughs> yeah, definitely it's like, voice, it, like the undis- <clears throat> the undisputed dynasty has been fulfilled. And the prophecy, prophecy. The, well, now it's the yes. dynasty. Yeah, it was a prophecy turned into a dynasty, and they're standing on the what I'm calling the NXT Tower because <laughs> I just like that name. Uh, but we finally revealed where the this new commentary fucking, table is. is it's in the middle of the fans. Yeah. So that's I mean that's a Wait, little what? different. Is it? Yeah, it was right below the tower in the okay. middle of the fan. Oh yeah, no, because it had a really it had a really nice pan down shot. Yeah, of the undisputed, down and then it's like Morrow's just like. Uh, hey, hey, Adam Cole, how you doing? Really, up there? it's like it's just—it's a very strategically placed. Like, it's a shame if anybody just fell off of that and just <laughs> went into that table. Yeah, I wonder Pretty if that'll shame. ever happen. We'll Wait. see, man. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, we kicked it off with uh, Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. I'll let you hot have opener. One. Hot. I'll hot let you have opener. this this one because I honestly. I've, I've said it a million times. You did not times take notes match. on this one, no. did you? No, I did. What did you say? I just what? don't like this matchup. What? It's happened oh, six times. I I'm not going to say this is their best match, but it was definitely the match to make on television. How many times has this match happened? I like four. One was a draw. PWG. Shut which up. Is by far Shut up. That's not their best. Nope. I don't care. It's nope. happened. That's in not, my mind, not, it's happened. That doesn't count. And then the four matches in NXT. That's five matches. Disney bought WWE, and now all the shit that all the shit post force. All the books, all the books are all extended universe. But no, real talk. Like it's, I don't know. It's it's if, not if, their best match. I'll, if you I'll want, meet you halfway there. If you're if they were just trying to establish Keith Lee and Dijakovic to the new audience on USA, fine. This that, was and this that was worked. It. it worked. It was honestly, I as a regular NXT fan, it's kind of like with um. When you get a cable subscription, you've been having that cable subscription all, all along. It's fine. But then you see these new people come in and get the new subscription. It's like, you only get it for $19 a month? What? Why are you? I thought this. Okay. So they, these guys have. They had, there was a very interesting tale of the tape. Apparently, according to the tale of the tape, they're both agile. But then Dijakovic, he's very precise and he has striking. While uh, Keith Lee, he's strong and he's agile. And yeah. uh, Oh, there were, some, there were some stupid adjectives later, but. Man, Dijakovic, no, 6'7", huh? 
And I believe it too. That dude is. And just then um, Keith Lee has seventy pounds on Dijakovic. Yeah. So there's a that's the thing. Like these guys, kind of these guys are just like one's taller, one's wider. They're kind of like yin. They're they might actually be like a literal yin yang to each other. Where, <laughs> where like one's lanky, and um, one's just you know kind of a kind of stock kind of more stocky, and they kind of just meld into each other. Yeah. You know, like a. Like a pot of gold, and that that gold was this match and this matchup and the series of matches these guys, and I have no doubt in my mind they'll meet again. Uh, the end of this match had an Avalanche Canadian Destroyer to uh, Keith Lee followed by a kickout. That was awesome. It was. It looked very good. And then uh, Dijakovic does a moonsault. Keith Lee rolls out after a one count, rolls over with uh, Dijakovic in hand, hits the big bang catastrophe to Dijakovic and the pin. And the win. I saw. I remember. Um, I remember seeing uh, a tweet from Buddy Murphy, <laughs> just saying like complaining about the Canadian Destroyer, and yeah. I'm like, dude, you're the fucking guy who uses transitional, who uses pretty much every single New Japan finishing move as a transitional. Kamagoya. He's the Kamagoya. He does a. I think he does a Destino, <laughs> and then I think he does like a One Winged Angel. Pretty much just every New Japan finishing move in the book. He and, definitely does a V Trigger. Yeah. And then he's the one complaining about a, a Canadian destroyer. <laughs> top row. It's overused. Yeah, why don't you focus on you know beating Apollo Crews in a dark match? Ooh, shots fired over here. And then we have after this, we had uh, Street Profits. They were backstage. Uh, they were just great hyping. match. Great match. Yeah, it was it was good. I just like I said for me, not their best match. I still really liked it, and, and I think the commentary team and the crowd really made it also. Yeah, uh, Street Profits video package. Um, this is hyping up their tag team title match next week against the Undisputed Era. Boom! Another tag, uh, um, another title match. Four matches. I heard four. Um, All the titles except the North American. North American because that was the first show. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so they're gonna have. A, I heard there is speculation that this might get turned into a cage match. That's what Alvarez what? keeps talking about. I, he says, "Ah, I don't know is what's gonna happen." What is the reason for it? I don't know. I, he fucking probably knows somebody and they're saying, I don't know, it's probably going to be a cage match and it, it probably his won't newborn. be. newborn. Told him that. I don't know. What? Oh, his kid? Yeah, his newborn. Ah, I'm tired. Got a kid. Uh, then we have Dakota Kai making her return versus Tainara No Conchi. Just Tainara? She's just Tainara now. Boy. At no Conchi, so. Still very green. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Greener than the Brazilian flag, I might say. Uh, Dakota Kai hits uh, Tainara with a bicycle kick. At the end, there was a GTK to Tainara, which is a GTS, and a pin in the win for Dakota Kai. The leader of Team Kick is back, and she was in all white. I'm not as ecstatic about Dakota Kai than most people. Nope. Um, Neither am honestly. I. I think she's like an endearing character. I yeah. think she's like as a person. She's probably like she's probably all right. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I that's know. A, I know that's she's a weird probably way to nice. It. Yeah, um, sure. Half the people there not are as nice. crisp as a performer than most of the people on the roster, and but I kind of feel like oh look, she's on NXT. She's it's the main point of her to get better. But like no, NXT is not. It's not what it is. To even a year ago, where no, it does, it's just not. Well, that a year kind, ago, it's just, it's just not that kind of platform anymore, and I. Don't think Dakota Kai, I won't even put her in like second string in terms of just like well, work okay. rate as much as I as think much about, as I hate using that term. Think about her versus like I can't see her face Shayna Baszler again. I wouldn't want to. That's I, not a good I mean yeah. it, pretty much anybody in that any okay. Maybe Candice Lurie, but then anybody else anybody in that uh, women's roster of NXT, I don't think I'd want to see against Shayna Baszler at this point. <laughs> 
Yeah, she kind of ran down everybody. We kind of seen we've kind of seen her against everybody, and I mean, let's, let's face it, every match that she's in, there's a draft light, to come. Is light is lightweight the weakest match on the close card. that window because I feel a draft to coming. It's it's the fan because it's uh, rotating. No, the WWE draft is, oh. is coming soon, and I I was saying maybe she'll oh. get moved to SmackDown or Raw. I could definitely see her on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Raw. No, I see no, SmackDown. no SmackDown. I could see Fox wanting her for the MMA credibility. Because uh, she actually had a couple fights in UFC, right? Oh, yeah. yeah no, she, she was an ultimate fighter. That's how she met Ronda. Yeah. Um, and then we have a rematch of last week, a street fight. Killian Dane. Our main event, by the way. What? USA Network main event. Yeah. I count I count these as two completely separate shows, which we'll get to. Nah. I mean, yeah, okay. Um, the Versus Matt Riddle in a street fight, Killian Dane. Uh, the two exchange strikes, uh, street fight with a ton of wrestling moves. I mean, towards the end, it got a little bit more... It um, it was a very it was a little bit too walking and punching for my what taste. I didn't like in the beginning and se- first and third act of this match and towards the end of the match they started using more weapons but it seemed very like they didn't seem like they were ready to hit each other with anything it was very like uh, uh, uh. I think that's just the <laughs> WWE style in them no dude I've seen people go more fluid shots I've seen people hit better shots these guys just seemed like they were holding back I so feel like because I, I feel like Matt Riddle. Through instinct, he could actually fucking hurt Killian Dane, and that like, you know, just because that's just how he 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 operates. And I feel like Killian Dane is capable of just accidentally, just straight up, just killing Matt Riddle through his raw strength. That's just like without even realizing it. Yeah. So I, you know what I, I understand why they were why it would seem to be a bit more careful than they usually would be. Nah, man. I thought it was a pretty good match. Like by yeah. the end, no, by the end of it, I thought it it kind of it kind of got a little bit more creative. I really liked the fact that he was a uh, uh, Matt Riddle was paying homage to his fellow stoner wrestler RVD by um, th- tossing the Jump, chair jumping at, in a hot tub with no tossing ladies. no tossing the tossing <laughs> yes tossing the <laughs> chair at uh, Killian Dane and then straight up uh, kneeing Dane kneeing oh, Dane in the face with the, the chair the and the V-Triggernator. Yeah, the V-Triggernator. Yeah, yeah, pretty much giving him a yeah. Um, they uh they fight out into the crowd. Um, Killian Dane goes through a table, I believe, with a body splash by Riddle. Yeah, let's call it that. Uh, the mo- this actually this match I thought really exposed the size of the Full Sail Arena because it looked a lot smaller once they went into the crowd. Maybe they just kind of like, hey, everybody, just get away from here because we don't know what the hell. I like happen. how there was just like one little girl with her hoodie on. She's like yawn. She's like, yeah, yeah, go get him. With like yeah, her, her hands is- in her pockets. Woo. And then the, and this isn't like the fourth straight taping. This is live. We're live, pal. Uh, we have two Vader bombs to Matt Riddle. Dane lays the chair on Riddle, goes for a third, but uh, Riddle gets up, hits a power bomb, and then leads to the V Triggernator, as we're calling it. Uh, Kendall shots to Dane, um, but like I said, at that point, once they started using the weapons, I felt like something wasn't clicking for me. It wasn't connecting. It just seemed very like they were being too careful with one another. That's just how I felt. And uh, at the end, uh, the Fujiwara armbar to Killian Dane and the submission, and he wins. He's going on to face Adam Cole, baby, next week um, for the title. After the match, Adam Cole came down and was like, you're never going to get this, man. He's all mine. And then he puts the armbar on Adam Cole, undisputed Eric. Lovingly displayed in our thumbnail. Yes. Um, he runs away. Ah! Or, or Riddle gets away. Yeah, because undisputed Eric, they, yeah. I think... The the matchup for between Adam Cole and Matt Riddle is an exciting one. I remember those guys having a really fantastic match um, a couple months ago. Um, it's this makes it the like you said this makes this the fourth title match for 
what is what is ostensibly a USA fucking, takeover. Yes. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, one thing to note that Marmonol said that it has limited commercial interruption. <laughs> so once they come into commercial, come on over I'm and look at us. I'm surprised he says, what we produce next week will be limitless. <laughs> or undisputed. Yeah, or some some shit. Um yeah, that take the 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 takeover card that is shaping up to be. Apparently they um they after the fact they an- announced uh Shane Thorne versus Johnny Gargano, Yay. which you know, could be like it could I can see them I can see that them getting like 10 minutes, 6 minutes at best. Um, I think Shane Thorne's really been practicing for this match. He's really because both him and Gargano, I don't see him beating Gargano. No, Gargano is going to be like I a want, staple I, for those guys. I think Shane Thorne wants to put on a great match and just wants his name to be recognized. It's easily his, the biggest match of his and career. And with so far. Johnny Gargano, he can do that. Yeah, but he then Gargano's on, going over. He could. You can still put on one of the best matches with somebody and lose. And I mean, like, Gargano has built an entire career off that. Ex- there you go. See. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, then we have a, a point where he could probably lose this match. They also were uh, talking about the, um, Shayna Baszler, Candice Lurie match next week. Mm-hmm. I like, they had a tail of the tape there. Yeah. Um, I did like one of, uh, Shayna Baszler's, uh, fighting styles is grit. Yeah. I was like, oh, she's, she learns that grit fighting style. Yeah. Um, Candice Lurie though. So, I mean, I, hour one NXT is hour one where now we get into, the War Zone, NXT War Zone, dun, 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 WWE dun, Network. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, Rhea, Ripley. as I like to call it, it's not. They don't really call it that. But <laughs> Rhea Ripley versus the formerly known as Lacey Lane, now known from the Fi- yeah, go ahead, yeah, from the Philippines, Philippine Islands, and I just, I mean, I guess you can call it the Philippine Islands. It is just a bunch of like it really is just a bunch of islands. But does anybody really just call it the Philippine Islands or like consider themselves? I don't know. As a Filipino, I feel like I should know. But have you ever been to the Philippines? Dude, I've been there like um, I want to say more than twenty times. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, damn. There you go. I've never, never been. I yeah, I would like as a kid growing up, I would go there every year because my dad worked for the airlines, and you get those for free. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, but no, Caden uh, Carter, formerly known as Lacey Lane, uh, she has a match. Um, you know, it's funny because if you look at these two women. Uh, total size differences. You would never expect uh, Lacey Lane to be the former basketball player out of the sale. This is a six-minute match, squash match. Ray Ripley wins. It was not a squash match, dude. Okay, look, she got her shit in, but the, she got okay. her shit in. She got her shit in, but Ray Ripley is going to be the be-all end-all and continues to be the bo- fucking dumbest. She's trying dumbest to ex- person on the planet in NXT. I think she's trying to establish herself as the main heel there. And I yeah. still can't get over that finish after Shayna Baszler. And Shayna Baszler. After like, what um, the hell, man? After uh, Shayna leaves. Who's taking over as top heel? You know what I mean, Rhea Ripley. That's yeah, no, that's definitely that's definitely fought a spot that she can fill in. Definitely not something like definitely not a NXT UK spot. No, uh, Carter then uh, charges uh, Rhea at the beginning of the match, but Rhea takes her down pretty quickly. Uh, at the end of the match, there was a delayed vertical suplex of Carter, Riptide, and a pin, and the win for Rhea Ripley. Then we have another match, tag team match. Uh, our boys, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. One, two. One, two. We saw these guys at 205 Live <clears throat> the night prior. They are great. I will always love them. The bald boys are my boys. Versus uh, Everize, the team of Martell and Parker. Yeah, they really wanted to make a Canadian connection with these two. Like So, um, Marinello saying, and of course, Edge and Christian. <laughs> Beth Phoenix, I know. <laughs> Ever rise. They come out to this very what a great name, by the way. They come out to this uh like instrumental 
like rip off of ACDC. Hey, you don't get too attached to it. No, I know, but it's it's funny because it does. I was like, wait, is this the SmackDown theme song, the new one? And then uh, Nigel, he says, uh, Everrise is here to terrorize and pulverize. That's when Mauro Ranallo says, he goes, was that a terrorizing reference? I felt like Triple H on the microphone. It's like, <laughs> easy there, Mauro. <laughs> <laughs> easy there. <laughs> I'm going to wait. Hey, you guys hear about this restaurant that people are coming to? I'm going to. So the one thing about this match is I couldn't fucking help thinking WCW Saturday mornings. This oh. match seems. Oh, yeah. No, it's the, dis- the straight up Disney Studio Bill Watts era level shit right here. This was like. Just NXT in general, honestly. A jobber tag team versus a lower mid card tag team. Um, it just. It didn't click for me. I love Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan. I think this whole show didn't really click for me. Uh, this second hour didn't really click with me. Because um, you could tell. I mean, we'll get to it, but then. And then at the end of the match, uh, for some reason, Birch like weirdly powers up. Oh no, that's the best part of this fucking match. Where uh, um, Danny Birch he yells, and then just you don't see him at first, but then Oni Lorcan, Oni Lorcan just pops up from the apron, and he yells even louder. Okay. And like he just gets, you know, these are two guys just in, just t- in tandem with their rage for, for with one another. Uh, Birch. Uh, well, then they had the uh, assisted DDT to one of the members of Ever Rise. I don't fucking know. Um, and then they get the pin <laughs> and the wind. I don't know. It was either Martell or Parker. Uh, um, yeah. So this, I mean, like I said, I don't know. It was, just, it was just tag matches from yeah. here on out. And then uh, no, then we have a singles match. Okay, <laughs> proven wrong. Uh, Cameron Grimes versus oh, Raul yes. Mendoza. Actually, this match I remember this now. This was a decent match. It was a better showing for Cameron Grimes than most weeks. I can't, I I can't a- really count last week because it was just literally one move. I think he is at that point where the Cameron Grimes is at that squash match point where, okay, he's going to face Raul Mendoza, so it's going to be a bit longer, and Raul Mendoza is just the perennial uh, stepping stone kind of guy. Raul Mendoza is an exceptional talent. I don't think he's. I feel like he's reached his ceiling. Honestly, I feel I, as far, in regards to yeah, you know his his position with the company definitely. But then he is the like I said before, like he's the stepping stone. He's going to be the guy that other guys will just like a barometer for how good he really is. If you can get a good match with Mendoza, which you know it's it's not it's it's not hard. But then, if you get, if if you suck with Mendoza, you'll suck with everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean, oh yeah, definitely. So I think the, he's at that point, and I think Cameron. I mean, he's a, he has a lot of indie cred, of course. Like uh, I had, I didn't have a lot of doubt in Cameron Grimes as a wrestler, as a character. I still Trevor think he, had, I still think he has. I still think he should take off that silly ass hat. I think a cowboy gimmick in 2019. It's not even a cowboy gimmick. It's kind of rote. It's like snake. Sorry, Adam Page. It's like (laughs) snake oil salesman. No, uh, it's Mumford and Sons concert. He's like, hey, you want some snake oil? It's like he's trying to sneak into a Mumford and Sons concert because they ran out of tickets for the Lumineers. Yeah, Yeah. that's a reference I kind of get. They're too. They're too baroque. I think that that reference is only two years younger than me. Not, Not. I'm no, I'm just saying. There's some reference. Oh, dun dun. Hey, uh, long match. Uh, we had a cartwheel insecurity. Cameron. It was Grimes. like six minutes. Come, I mean, it felt long, but it was it was six minutes. Uh, Avalanche Frankensteiner. Cameron Grimes followed by a kick out. Then we have the double knees to Raul. Grimes gets the pin and the win. I swear, like I put my dream, money. On the, the, the dream match. The, the dream match that needs to happen. Adam Page and Cameron Grimes. Oh, they're gonna say Adam. That would Page actually be, that would actually Raul be a pretty Mendoza. good match. They're gonna say Raul Mendoza and, and Adam Page. Yeah. My money's on Mendoza. Uh, then we go to our main event of the evening, a six-man tag match, Imperium versus Kushida. And what? 
Free Zongo. Yeah, I thought this was a genuine disappointment. It definitely was. Like I was really hoping. I think the only thing Okay, okay here's the thing. Sorry to interrupt. No, but um I think the reason why it turned out to be Brizongo was the fact that it was in the WWE network instead of the USA network. I felt like this was something they had close. It was something they had weeks in advance only to find out it's in the network. Like, oh, then we're going to put uh, Ricochet and Jordan Miles. We're going to reunite that team. Remember New yeah. Japan? Yeah. I thought that I think that was going to be the direction or somebody or at least Mustache Mountain. That would have been cool. But then as soon as I found out it was of Brizongo, I was like, okay, it's going to be this kind the of only, The only not, thing I Not could... a slight against Brizongo, but it's it just it, went down a couple notches. It was like, I oh, mean. okay. Yeah. Uh, as the, soon as I heard the sirens, I thought it was going to be Scott Steiner. Holla, if you hear me, I'll take them all out, Kushida. Yeah, he runs down the ramp and he just puts extends his arms as Imperium just lines themselves up to his arms. As Scott they knock, Steiner they versus down. Walter would be a match I would love to see live. I'm surprised it hasn't happened, honestly, um, before his WWE run when Walter was just straight up wrestling everybody who was anybody. I love how Scott Steiner still wears the fucking NWO stuff everywhere he goes. I think PCO is the closest thing you'll ever get to, to Walter versus any like any old-time wrestler. Um, but, uh, God, what was it? Which is oh, what they should all strive for, honestly. The only thing I can think of why Breezango was chosen for this is because think of Imperium. They were like, we're going to take anybody out who doesn't respect the ring or, or, or disrespects the ring. <gasps> And in Brizongo, that regard, that is the best part. It's yeah. the best way because Brizongo is the ultimate like comedy Sh- act. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Theatrics. And I also do want to correct myself from last week. I kind of said Imperium kind of has that uh, that kind of uh, Nazi vibe going on. I think it's more of that like WWE wrestling evil foreigner vibe. So are you apologizing? Yes, for, for calling them Nazi-esque. Yes. Yeah. That's, yes, I am. That's kind of a big no-no. No, I call people Nazis all the time. People, well, people who actually deserve being Nazis. You know what? I, who actually? Hey, hey. Like the for bus people, driver for, peop- me. for people who are actually Nazi. who are actually trying to be Nazis. Yeah, you're more than willing to call them Nazis. But if they don't, if they're not Nazis, they're not Nazis. Really, this is this, this, this is true for anything in life. Really, no, dude. If, so the bus drives past you and closes the door and keeps driving, they're a Nazi. If okay. They don't give you soup. Soup Nazi. That's true. That, Jerry Seinfeld. See, barometer for. A moral barometer for everybody and anybody. Um, but no, the end of this match uh, <laughs> has a good back and forth. Um, like I said, I don't know. I just I don't think the Brizongo should have been involved in this match. It would have been better if it was something else, but whatever. Uh, at the end of the match, had an Okada roll. They called it an Okada roll, right? O'Connor roll. O'Connor roll? Yeah, not okay. Okada roll. Sorry, sometimes when Mauro... I can't fully understand him. I get it. I get it. Uh, the O'Connor roll to Bartel... And Kush gets the pin on Marcel Bartel after the match. Uh, Walter comes and strikes Kushida from behind. That's okay. looking like a match for the October 2nd show. It's <laughs> fifth, fucking stacked, dude. Fifth, fifth match. Or is it going to be the fifth title match? Isn't it cruiserweight? Uh, women's I could see tag. that being for the title. Fuck it. Why not? It, they have, they, I think it's going to be. Could I could see one. Kushida take that title. I can, no, no. No one's beating Walter, dude. Nobody is beating Walter. Uh, okay. Especially Kushida. Why the, if you, why the fuck would you, you have put a great Kushida? match? If you have a great match and then send Kushida to 205 Live or have him just compete in the Cruiserweight division on NXT, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Not fucking beat Walter, dude. That's, that's crazy. Who's um, going gonna to beat Walter? Um, Shock the system. Hell, dude. Honestly, that needs like, to happen I, for I can't think of anybody now. right now, but there's definitely somebody in the Jordan Devlin. Keith Lee. Jordan Devlin. What happened to Jordan Devlin? He's still in NXT UK. He's still probably one of the top. He's one of the top dudes in Dude, there. Right, we got to get back on that show somehow. No, I, we can't. 
we're gonna start reviewing. So we're, we're gonna do uh, AEW, NXT, Impact, NXT UK. Oh, I could do Impact on a Saturday show because it's on Fridays, right? Or no, they go to Tuesdays. It's on Tuesdays, Jesus dude. fucking Christ. Back to a Wednesday show. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that was an extra long episode of the B Show, and next week's so, gonna be even longer. Yeah, that's the long. Yeah, it's only you, gonna get longer. What were you gonna Corey. say? But um, as a show in general, the it's really interesting to note that there was ten minutes left um, when NXT ended. Uh, I know you didn't notice it because you probably watched it after the fact. Yeah. Right. Yeah, um, but it it's the network. Dude. It was pretty clear that these guys are just amping up for the Wednesday Takeover show. This wasn't as this wasn't as hot of a show as um, as last week, yeah. and it really and it kind of showed in the ratings too. Yeah. I think they lost about seven hundred thousand viewers. It's like down to just like an even one million. It's crazy. Last week was an excellent show. Yeah, yeah, excellent. of course, because it was the first. You know, you it was going to be a big deal. And that's but that's the thing though is that also is that I think a lot of these people like. When you want to get these new wrestling fans, you're not going to get them like instantly hooked every week right off the bat. Do we mention in the show that 205 Live is going to be aired on Fridays? No. That's, yeah, it's going to be, well, we can say now. It's going to be aired on Fridays, but it's still going to be live. For, for fucking now. So, yeah, for Oh, now. controlled by NXT. By tri- tri- it's going to be Triple H's show. Yeah. Triple H's in yeah, charge of the Yeah, the NXT show. creative team is behind it so. now. But I thought it was a, it was an okay show. I think, Matt, I think Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole is the match to make for October 2nd. I don't think Matt Riddle is going to win. I don't think anybody. I don't think any titles. Are, well, I can no. Candice LeRae is winning that title. You're right. Candice LeRae, undisputed era, is not losing any titles. Though. I think ta- Matt Riddle's losing. He's Matt Riddle's going, losing. I, I think roster. undisputed era. I think Matt Riddle's going to main roster. Ah, uh, I don't think. Again, I think we've said that okay. this conference. I think we had this conversation before. I don't think NXT is losing anybody. I think NXT is actually gaining more you're, people. You're crazy, man. I think you're crazy. Matt Riddle should be a fucking staple you're to that crazy. crazy. I think Matt Riddle is going to be. Cesaro's that, going back to NXT though. He's waiting. God, I wish. That dude was in main event this week. Yeah. Like I said, he wants to go back to NXT. He's going to go back to NXT. Hell yeah. But, you know, it depends on the pay. And like, then Matt Riddle goes to main event. So Matt Riddle on the main roster. Matt Riddle versus something Kurt I Hawkins just don't think you should. And I, don't, and I think Triple H is smart enough not to. And the only reason I think that is because he's been trying to he's been trying to get in on the main roster. He's going after all these like fucking main roster guys like on Twitter. But that's just Matt Riddle, dude. I mean, I, I don't think that's just something that's under any of NXT's control like that's just something Matt Riddle wants to do but it won't it's it it not it, it doesn't only put himself over but it also puts the brand that he is in over it's going to be like one week after like Matt Riddle was pulled over with an ounce of fucking marijuana in his car dude that's it's well it's not illegal it's not illegal here but it's a state by state kind of situation I know that's what I'm saying he is generally kind of kept off trouble in regards to that marijuana but he's gotten in trouble with But they've been shit. at one location Yeah that's true Florida weed's legal there? No, no. But I'm like, if you don't move around state lines, I'm sure you're easier. To, yeah. Or you know, like the raw and smacked people go all the time, every day, pretty much. I mean, he he's generally kept, he's generally been out of trouble. If anything, he just ruffles feathers politically, not you know socially. Bro, I don't. Well, get yeah, it. socially too. I don't get it. But I don't think Matt Riddle's going anywhere. I don't um, get why I'm going to raw. I mean, dumb. he always wanted to retire. His he's he always wanted to be the one to retire Brock Lesnar. Are you ready, Mark? All the MMA people are going to SmackDown, dude. You ready for next week? No. Are you going to go through the schedule, the new schedule change? Yeah. I mean, as... well, the only thing that changes next week is, uh, you know, we're going to be reviewing AEW Dynamite so, yeah, on yeah, let's run the down, show. Let's run down this week. So Monday, no, Tuesday. Tuesday is the Raw Review Raw with review. me and Jose or whoever shows up. <laughs> yeah. That goes for any of my co-hosts. Eh, you know. You're usually here. It's a rotating chair. Yeah. Some people have kids, though, and That's I true. get it. You mean 
Jose and you mean, you mean uh, 60% a- of our podcast? Pretty much everybody else, just not us. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Tuesday is Review Raw. The Raw, raw Review. The, the raw review Raw is yeah. another show. <laughs> the B Show will be taking place every uh, Thursday, just like we've been doing for the just past couple the, weeks. Yeah. Know, just, to, just, to, just to condition ourselves, um, honestly. But Jesus Christ, make open your schedule next when, or Thursday night, because we got a lot of shit to talk about. We're going to be talking about AEW. We're going to talk about NXT. We're going to talk about... And everything else, honestly. Pretty B much. show is pretty much AAW, NXT, AW, and everything else. And, and I'm sure there'll be a new Japan. Oh fucking Christ! I'm thinking of trying to incorporate some other form of media too. You're trying to think of incorporate some other someone else on? No, we not someone, someone else, else. But I need <laughs> something to where we don't have to talk about ten different shows. Anyways, we'll talk about it later. And then uh, Saturday mornings, we're. Uh, me and Gabriel, we're ready for a good time because we're gonna be smacking it on Saturday mornings. This might be. This might honestly. I don't think you guys. I think you guys are underestimating the importance of that show, too. I mean, whatever. Every show is important. I don't want to yeah. call you out or anything. But then that show, Friday is going to, I mean, that's going to be a big deal. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's the be all end all it, for it's no matter. I think October, I think Friday Night SmackDown, the first one, is their biggest show yeah. of the year. Yeah. Been bigger definitely. than WrestleMania because that doesn't. No. That hasn't, no. No, no. I think it is bigger than WrestleMania because it hasn't. It, uh, WrestleMania already has a set stone card. It has it already has an advance sales in advance. It already has like these and makes bigger way picture implications. more money than SmackDown. Uh, that no, sma- that no, one SmackDown episode. No, SmackDown. Dude, SmackDown. The whole entire existence of SmackDown on Fox is how long's a contract, and you have to divide that up. No, but then that's one it's such a bi- like, it is such a bigger money maker than they ever do with than WrestleMania. I feel no like I feel like there's a right or wrong answer with this, and I feel like I think SmackDown. I think that's their. Okay, high, you know what? Television rights is their highest form of revenue. You know what? Me, you, ladder match. What's on the What's on top of the ladder? The truth, brother. Okay. <laughs> you, you okay up there? Our truth. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> you okay? You smoke cigarettes up there, dude. I mean, he, he smokes cigarettes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he probably he does. does smoke cigarettes. All right, let's get out of here. It's hot in this room. Uh, guys, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR. It's an argument we had. Uh, CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. And uh, like I said, we'll Oh, just... God, everything's. Ha- it's really happening. Are you ready uh, for uh, a good time? I, I want out, Corey. Well, you know I what? Need, you're, no, you're still. All right. I can't. Wrestling, right. it's strangling. It's done. <laughs> you're tied to the chair. All right, let's go. Have a good weekend. See you guys later. Dynamite! <laughs>